2: What is up, everybody? It is Wednesday night. That means it's time to crack a brew, hang out for some of the drunkest sports takes around. This is Craft Brewed Sports. I am Mike. Hanging out with me, my man Scott. Scott, can you hear us this week? Yeah, Ah! my snack turned up, so I'm good to go. (laughs) There he is. Also hanging out, Mookie. Mookie, how you feeling, bud? Woo-woo. Great to hear from you, man. Uh, Absent this week is Joe. Uh, We're going to dock his pay. uh, And Mm -hmm. also, uh, he's going to have to run wind sprints when he gets back. We're cutting that in half.
3: (laughs) I mean, he didn't pull the march on, so he's going to have to get fined. (laughs) that <laughs> could at least showed up to not get fined
2: that's all you got to do that's all you got to do i'm just here so i don't get fined uh this is craft sports we have an awesome show for you guys tonight tonight we are going to dig into the nfl draft a little bit because really who cares uh we're also going to talk some ncaa news that happened this week very it happened today the news just broke today something we've been clamoring for for a long time is finally coming true so we're going to talk about that and we're also going to talk about this mlb proposal that they have to restart the season Three divisions, ten teams. What? That's going to be bananas. Uh, So we'll get into that. uh, And we'll get into all of that here shortly. Uh, Thank you for listening here on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, uh, and on Periscope, and also on 12-Ounce Sports. If you guys are listening in, be sure to hit that share button. Help us out. Uh, Comment below what you guys are drinking. Let us know what you're drinking tonight. uh, Because we've got some...
3: (laughs) Yeah. All right. I know you were saying that shit was cheap last week, Scott, but it ain't that cheap, right? I mean, when it's, it's the cheapest, and I stocked up. <laughs> Got a bunch full of it. That's a smart man. Smart man.
2: Uh, all right, let's uh, let's get into this beer that we are drinking. If I can find uh, all of my stuff that I, I need to go through here, uh, because...
3: vamping. <laughs> we need to drop for vamping, but then you would have to vamp to. Get then I'd to have drop to find that. Vamping. Yeah, then I'd
2: have to find that drop. Uh, this yeah. is first 4 brought to you by Dugout Mugs. We got the hookup for you, everybody. All you got to do is go to dugoutmugs.online slash craft. You can get ten percent off your order. That's it. No code to use. Nothing like that. Just hit up dugoutmugs.online slash craft. You can drink from a bat just like we do here on the show. This week's beer that we are drinking is one that I am very excited for. We all know how we feel about stouts on this show. This is Absence of Light. It's a peanut butter and jelly milk stout from Four Hands Brewing in St. Louis, Missouri. Probably one of the best things to come out of St. Louis, Missouri. 7.5% ABV. Here's what they say about this one. They say it's got notes of chocolate, coffee, and peanut butter. Uh, But this variation was brewed with a huge dose of raspberry puree. 3.73 3.73 caps on untapped uh scott how you feeling about this one so <laughs> the
1: first sip this is amazing because i had a peanut butter and jelly stout not that long ago and it was mostly just a peanut butter stout which isn't terrible but you couldn't taste any of the
2: jelly this nails it this is delicious uh mookie do you agree
3: so I got to be honest, and, and I really hope I don't jeopardize anything with the sponsors, but I went to pour the beer in, and I don't know if I can use this this week because it still smells so goddamn good from last week's. Like, I don't know why I decided to take a sniff, but like... It's called soap and water, man. Shit, dude. I, Bro, I washed it as much as a man would wash anything, but uh, it still smells delicious. So I, I'm going to get into this one now. I'm excited for it. I do love St. Louis stuff. Ted Drew, shout out there Technically, my sister came from there, but she's all right. So uh, (laughs) I think this is going to have her beat.
2: It is a really good brew. You're 100% right, Scott. There is just enough jelly flavor in this. And I got to be honest. Uh, can, I, can I be honest about something here with you, fellas? I'm not a peanut butter and jelly fan. I like peanut butter. So, what the fuck is wrong with you? I go peanut butter and peanut butter. I double up the peanut butter and I skip the jelly. Peanut butter and peanut butter sandwiches is what I do. So I'm not a big jelly fan, but this is this is legit. I'm a big fan of this one. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. drink this, this jelly.
1: The show, because this dude is talking wild that he's not a peanut butter and jelly fan. Yeah. Have you ever gone peanut butter, peanut butter? Yeah, I have. It's fine, but it doesn't beat peanut butter and jelly. Whatever.
3: Hey, I, I can mute him at any time. So you just let me know, bud. <laughs>
2: Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that I don't have full control over the mute. This is uh, First Four brought to you, as always, by Dugout Mugs. Be sure to hit them up, though. Uh, we will see how this one holds up. I think we know how this one's going to hold up. There's, there's really no surprise on this one. Uh, Dugoutmugs.online/slash craft. Hit them up mm. and uh, support the sponsors that support our show. And- All right, fellas, let's talk NFL draft. Uh, it absolutely crushed the ratings this year. Uh, one of the highest rated drafts of all time. How much of that was due to the fact that we don't have sports and how much of it was due to the the unique situation that we're dealing with uh, with them being like inside of athletes homes and kind of seeing what the coaches set up looks like and all that good stuff. What do you think, Scott?
1: One hundred percent due to all the weird circumstances. I mean, they do crazy ratings every year anyway but it is absolutely because everybody's sitting at home and this was the closest thing we've had to sports in what, two and a half months now. So Dude, yeah,
3: this is live sports. Like <laughs> for the most part, this didn't really change what the event was, right? Like there was no Roger Goodell, awkward hugs, but other than that, like this is essentially what the draft is. People read shit off a card. And then we talk about clips from a year ago.
2: Yeah, that's uh that's a fair point. And I do think there was something, there was a little bit of voyeuristic, uh, capabilities creeping in too because i loved seeing all of the coaches setups like seeing how they were all set up and see like cliff kingsbury is living like a damn king man dude that place is legit kingsbury is killing life and he's just like sitting there with his feet up on the table like no cares in the world meanwhile belichick's feeding his dog letting his dog make the picks for him
1: job everything cliff kingsbury he just fails upward all the time
3: (laughs) I mean, that's who I aspire to be right there, though, right? Someone who just fails upwards. Like, you don't even have to be good, just lucky. (laughs) Good takes work. Luck is just, I was there.
1: I mean, I'm just being a jealous hater. I'm just saying. I mean, it doesn't deserve the the woman or the the job. Mostly the job.
3: (laughs) Well, I didn't see the woman. I only saw his crib, which was hot, so I can only imagine, you know.
1: On the show before, there's been a few stories,
3: so. Uh, Hold on, let me get. Let me just get that. <laughs> it
2: drew's over to the Google machine. Uh, John, John chiming in saying, "No sports plus borough equals great times." Uh, that's true. The Bengals get their guy and double up and get T Higgins in round two. That's pretty solid uh, draft right there. That that alone was pretty solid for the Bengals. Uh, I would say the Bengals had a pretty solid draft overall. Uh, I wouldn't say they necessarily won the draft. Is there anybody that you say would that won the draft this year in five years? <laughs> I mean, there's nobody that won the draft. I can tell you lost the draft, though. The Packers, (laughs) Uh, the Packers or the Raiders, because I I would put the Raiders in contention. Ever won a draft,
1: though? Like, that's the thing about the Raiders. It's always just who's the fastest guy. Don't care what position he plays. Just give me the fastest guy.
3: They did pick DeMarcus Russell. That was that was a great bit. He can throw a ball 75 yards from his knees. They won that (laughs) draft, right?
1: Yes. (laughs)
2: they're they're still receiving benefits from that draft it's working out all right (laughs) that was uh yeah i love that the raiders just took like 19 wide receivers uh and they still have car to throw to it's like oh okay thank you for all of these amazingly fast wide receivers that will never get the ball anywhere near their hands sounds like a great idea good work rudin you mediocre dayton product Sorry,
3: is that too far? Did I go too far? No, I I was waiting for more. I mean, anytime you
1: <laughs> is excited, <laughs> coming back.
2: Uh, all right, here's a couple other uh, storylines from the draft that were uh, big time. They they went viral. Uh, because for the first time in a long time, we all are watching some type of sports together. One was ESPN's Tragedy Graphics and their uh, masturbatory use of like, hey, this guy runs a 4 He also was a team captain for three years, and his mom has been addicted to crack since oh, he was 12. Yeah. Like, what is happening? What, like, who, who greenlit that?
1: I knew we were in for it when, from the very beginning, they had Trey Winkle starting off the whole thing by saying, this is so tragic, but this is going to bring the country together. I'm like, come on, man. It's just a bunch of guys getting picked to play football. Uh, It's nice to have something to watch, but it's not going to bring the country together. It doesn't get rid of unemployment. It doesn't get rid of COVID. (laughs) Chill out all the extremes
3: <laughs> dude and that shit went on forever too like i turned it on because mike i think you said something to me about it I was like oh that's it that's now it's at eight o'clock so i flipped it on i was like 803 i'm like damn it the Bengals already picked joe and then that shit went on for another 45 minutes before anyone was on the clock so i didn't even see them pick burrow i ended up tuning in i want to say like the sixth pick because it was like 9 30 and i was like oh right they're probably done with the intro now let me let me flip that back on real quick I gotta be honest. That first,
2: like the first day, I was not on board with this draft. Like I did not like it one bit. It wasn't until day two that I finally started to come around and started to enjoy it. But I hated. It was like the the weird at home musical performances that they pulled out. Like I don't need to see Luke Bryant performing in his living room during the middle of the draft. Oh, like just give I, me I the turn this
3: shit off. Like
2: <laughs> to see Luke Bryant. Period.
0: (laughs)
1: Yeah.
2: End sentence. (laughs) Good boy.
1: You want to know something? This was the draft that I watched the least since I was probably in high school. Uh, I just wasn't. I mean, it didn't help that the Niners came in with five picks and then on day two had zero picks based on all the maneuvering they did. (laughs) I I just wasn't interested in this draft. I, I was happy with how the draft turned out for the Niners, but just the overall thing. I'm like, the highest rated draft ever. And I watched in and out of the first day and that was it i didn't turn on the second or third day i mean it was just whatever and it wasn't because i didn't like the presentation i just didn't care
3: see that's crazy like this i was the exact opposite i barely i never since i stopped working the draft like for for work like having to support shit for it i've not watched it at all because i had no interest but this year i watched a ton because i honestly i really liked the whole uh cameras into players homes and stuff like i thought it was pretty cool people had a chance to put their own stamp on it but then it was also one out of every three ones you'd see someone sit next to the guy going no like get get out get out we only got, these are our six Get, get the out of here because that one cracked me up and then also i love watching what people are eating too you had all kinds of different foods showing up and whatever like i was that to me was i was really curious but i liked it i thought that side was kind of interesting most important thing was that I was absolutely 100%
1: correct, and I texted Mike during the draft about black people not letting the, uh, any type of restrictions stop this shine. Everybody was still getting famous. Everybody was still getting their money. There, there was no social distancing. No, but- F that COVID. But we're- the crazy
2: thing was, they d- once the draft started, like pre-draft, it was 100 like you. S- they showed like to his house, and there were tons of people in. But as soon as the draft started, as soon as they cut, it was like six people max in the room. They definitely pushed everybody's family, like, all right, get behind the camera, get behind the camera, get behind the camera. They're gonna show it. They're gonna show it.
3: So that, that's that's what it was, too. Mike sent the, sent a text to another group to read and was basically like, and there's the over with Tua. And that's what triggered it. I was like, oh, shit, it's it's happening right now. That's what, like, reminded me to tune in was yeah. Mike saying that so early on. And, yeah. It... it should have been
1: more like 31. Nine was so low. I would...
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Easily. Uh, Robert... though, some of it, though, there's legit because there's a couple families. Like I remember one of them. There was the, the kid who got drafted, and then three other siblings, mom and dad. And so, like, boom, you're already at six, you know? <laughs> and you got to have grandma, grandpa over or something, too. Like, yeah, you get to 10 quick. It's easy to get to 10. Uh, Robert Taylor saying
2: Mahomes got the final infinity stone for the gauntlet. Uh, Glenn saying there should have been more bathrobes worn. That's what I wanted to see was more dudes just, like, chilling out. Like, everybody was wearing ties still or, like, looking nice. I wanted to see the dude that was just like, oh, I'm at home. Cool. I'm just going to be sitting here in this beater and gym shorts, and that's it. Uh, And John... Pulling about, uh, pulling out C.D. Lamb, pulling his phone from his girlfriend. That was the other thing I wanted to talk about was that was one of my favorite things that I had seen in the draft was when he's on the phone, his girl reaches for his other phone, and he just snatched it right back out of her hand. So the best tweet that I saw about it was, if he doesn't get a 99 in awareness on Madden after this, <laughs> then it's a crime. He plays for the Cowboys, so I hope he gets zero. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough.
3: <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, it's probably in the cards. Hold his name, so.
2: Uh, any, all right. So the draft was the draft. It was. Uh, it, I think it. I think they did the best that they. Uh, they could have
3: uh, with it, but you know. It, hey man, it, it gave me something to do for three nights in a row. I'm not mad. Right. <laughs> uh, Javi's saying you got to hide the nudes. <laughs>
2: That's exactly what I thought of. What's he doing on his phone that his girl's got to Like he's got to snatch it away from his girl in that moment. Like, is she that quick? Is she that quick? She could get in the phone that quick.
3: Dude, every every additional folder you hide that shit in, it takes him like another ten minutes. Like, two folders deep, you fine. I mean, God, rookie mistakes over here. That's what that is. Taxes twenty fourteen. they haven't gone to the rookie symposium yet to learn all this shit from the pros.
2: Taxes twenty fourteen. That's where you hide the nudes. <laughs> Goddamn right. <laughs>
1: uh i in college it was a folder that just said scott stuff
3: See, <laughs> <laughs> hey, i want one better the, new folder
1: yeah all of the college titled. in the hallway knew scott stuff like it was the inside joke
3: God. damn it see now oh, i'm like man. man i should have been poking around in that xavier file share more often i could have found some stuff <laughs> oh, no.
2: back in
1: 2003 <laughs> oh man Touche.
2: All right, let's uh let's switch gears here and talk a little Jordan. Doc, uh, Drew actually caught up this week and and watched the first four episodes, and he is furious with us. You guys, point.
3: assholes, a bunch <laughs> of fucking assholes. Let me just tell you that because now I have to sit here and wait for more episodes to come out every Sunday, and I'm pissed about it. I don't do live shows for this damn reason. I you, binged. You were waiting to Strictly binge until binge. it
2: was done. Uh, sorry, man. I hope you're watching mm. it on ESPN Two instead of ESPN, uh, so that you're getting the full language. Uh, I don't even know why they would split that like they did.
1: Uh, they, so, okay, I was confused because yeah. it's explicit language, and it, they throw up the thing, and then everything's bleeped, and I'm like, why are they bothering saying
2: anything if it's bleeped? I so, didn't know that there was a difference. So you're not watching it on ESPN2 either. Uh, you're watching it on straight ESPN. Yeah, that's a that's a bad move right there. ESPN2 is where it's at because it, it you get all the MFers, you get all i mean it's it's completely uncensored and this week's episodes with Rodman was well worth it like they got all of their money's worth uh, with the swear words that they're allowed to say on ESPN uh, during this time because Rodman let it all out uh Scott what'd you think of these past two episodes
1: uh the third one was okay the only problem is we just had that rodman 30 for 30 so i felt like i had a little bit of rodman overload and i was actually surprised that they were still able to have more story and more video that they didn't show during that rodman documentary right but for the most part that hour was like all right let's get back i I mean i I know enough about rodman that i don't really care but then there was that fourth one and i can't lie man those tears started well enough again when he got that first one and he's hugging i mean him hugging that trophy is just such an iconic moment i was sitting over here just don't cry don't cry
3: spoiler alert i'm only halfway through episode four
1: <laughs> i know it was in 91 and i'm still just like oh
2: god it's so magical <laughs> drew just called spoiler alert for a sporting event from when
1: <laughs> he was right. seven years old <laughs> oh i mean you know, it's, it's a solid spoiler alert, <laughs>
3: I uh, I did not realize that there was a difference between ESPN and ESPN Two. Like honestly, I just I just pulled it up. I just typed into the Last Dance and just clicked just started watching from the first thing that showed up. So yeah, I'm go to, to looking up for that now. Go to
2: the ESPN Two one on Hulu. It's listed as uh, mature language or something like that. Like it actually calls out that it's it's got it right in the title. Well yeah, worth I'm still- it. Our setting. As soon as we're done, <laughs> uh, Glenn calling out my favorite quote from uh, the whole thing the Ron Harper quote when he said, when uh, they were talking about Elo Garden, Jordan and in, uh, in episode three, and uh, Ron Harper was like, I got him. Like, a coach put me on MJ, and the coach was like, now nah, Elo's going to take MJ. And Ron Harper, quote, I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Fuck this bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: See, I can't even remember the quote, but it was what uh, Ho Grant said there in the fourth episode that cracked me up.
2: Horace, Horace won me over in that episode, man. He had some gems. Ho Grant? Ho Grant was the man back in the day. No, I always loved him. I, anybody who wears Rexbecks, I'm 100% on board with. Oh, but, hardcore. like,
1: Rexbecks, he's the only person I've ever liked who, who wore Rexpex because I hate Rec Whoa, Specs. whoa. Chris Sabo? Chris Sabo. I, I stand by what I just you said. You
2: son of a bitch. Chris Sabo is a legend. Don't you talk bad about Chris Sabo like that.
3: Who what? needs to wear rec specs in baseball, man? Come on. Term. Chris Sabo.
2: Chris Sabo does.
3: God damn. <laughs> Every week, you do it to yourself, bro. Like, can't help you out all the time.
2: Uh, Matt Barr, by the way, can I just want to go back to this comment real quick. Matt I've been Barr trying said, to work
3: the word motivation in. Yeah, yes, let's yes. talk about that.
2: <laughs> Matt Barr said he had a sergeant major in the Marines that hit his porn on the share drive under a folder called motivation. He put it on the share drive. It wasn't even like saved to his desktop. He was fine being like, no, 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 we'll put this on the Google Drive. Just put it under motivation. Nobody's
3: looking under there. <laughs> dude. When, when you're deployed, like everyone's in it together, right? <laughs> too much
1: that's amazing no i'm i'm on board Uh, in the group i don't know Uh, uh, all
3: right then people could like see the stuff you're into um moving on so
2: isaiah thomas the
3: the current nba player
2: isaiah thomas has been tweeting out like please stop hating on me because of what Isaiah Thomas <laughs> from the 90s did to Jordan. Like, people are tweeting at the wrong Isaiah Thomas. It's a common theme that we come up with in the show of people tweeting at the wrong person. I but I, When
1: people tweet at the wrong
2: person. <laughs> they're like, he's like, I didn't do it. I don't even think Isaiah Thomas was alive when Isaiah Thomas and the Bad Boy Pistons were trying to kill Michael Jordan in the Eastern Conference.
1: i when uh, Thomas retired.
2: Oh, okay. There you go. Did you know, by the way, did you know how Isaiah Thomas, the new Isaiah Thomas got his name? I did because one, I was a really big Isaiah Thomas fan when he was
1: at Washington, but then the Kings drafted him. And so I was all about, and I love anybody who's, you know, out here rocking the short man, five, seven, doing his thing. That those are my dudes.
3: Yeah.
1: I I was all about him. Nate Robinson was the same way. I love Nate Robinson, Washington, but yeah. So I did know the story of Isaiah Thomas and, (laughs) his dad losing a bet that that yes
2: his dad his dad a lakers fan lost a bet to a pistons fan and had to name his first son isaiah thomas as a result of losing the bet
3: i would love to talk to his mom just to hear what she got to to like allow this to happen. like she had to get something back for that because holy shit
1: whoa sorry it could have been worse though. I mean, it could have been this little short dude rolling around named Bill Lambier. <laughs> I mean, it's like Isaiah Thomas it's it's not great, but it's at least it's like all right. But I mean, seriously, it could have been a lot worse.
3: Be honest, if he is Bill Lambear, the kid I knew Isaiah Thomas is Bill beer he doesn't make it to the league. <laughs>
1: Oh, he it, actually, he never plays basketball. He never.
3: Yeah.
1: It doesn't matter how good he is. They're just like, nope. He
3: nah. plays some dumb sport like baseball or something and fades into oblivion. Wow. Oh,
1: whoa. I was going to say he's an accountant. Yeah, he's that's a, where I was going to go. I was going to say so he's in golf. finance. <laughs> yeah, he's playing golf on Tuesdays. Like, that's it. He's not even an athlete.
2: Would it be worse to be named Bill Lambeer or would it be worse to be named Stan Kimbrough? Mm, Bill Lambeer. As a, going... as a short little black guy, Bill Lambier.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah. As I say, I mean, if you're a tall white dude, Bill Lambier would actually work for you. Oh,
1: no, no. Hey, Bill Lambier works for him. A short little black dude. It mm. doesn't
2: work. Vinny Johnson. What if he was named Vinny Johnson? Microwave.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm. Doesn't... Thinking about how like who would be the worst person for ever to be named after? That's and what I, I was
2: just trying to find. Those are really the only ones on that team. Oh, that
1: and I'm thinking about personally. So it'd be like, oh, oh my dad lost a bet, and now my name is Derek Jeter, kill me. Or <laughs> oh, my dad lost a bet, and now my name is Kobe, kill me. Like, you know, oh, Alex Rodriguez, yeah, no. Huh? Uh, I'm just thinking of all the people that would be horrible for me. <laughs>
3: Also, how do we kick Javier Vega out of here talking smack about the bad boys? The bad boys' Pistons were not overrated. They were exactly what they were supposed to be. Javi's saying they were the, the
2: fourth best team of that Fourth era. best team.
3: Get the hell out of here. That's a bold claim. Um, so who are we talking about then? Celtics, Bulls, who's third? That's That would be the question. Who right. who
2: else comes in above, unless you put the Bulls?
1: I mean, because it's mad. I
3: did. Bulls, Bulls, Celtics, that's two. If they're the fourth best, who's Lakers? the third-place team that's ahead of the bad boys?
1: Who said Lakers? That's what I'm saying.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. <laughs> Getting all dumb.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't necessarily agree, but I mean— Down I'm, vote. I I, I I, don't think that there's much of it. I, I don't think they were overrated, but when you're ranking those teams right in that era, I, I think Pistons are probably a little bit higher than fourth.
3: You know what? Here's the thing. You're absolutely right, Scott. You come out with a rational, love headed argument like that, I will agree— but overrated, and I will fight you for it.
2: <laughs> let's talk about these overrated Pistons and the. I will say that Javier
1: does know overrated because he's a Yankees fan. So there's that.
0: Ooh.
3: Clap back.
2: Let's talk. Let's talk about the. Let's have a good night <laughs> let's talk about the yeah. walk-off uh and this was a, a pivotal thing this is one of the reasons why michael jordan still hates isaiah thomas to this day was uh after the bulls beat uh, the pistons swept them in four games the pistons just walked off the court and jordan is still butthurt about this how are you that i know jordan's petty i know it's super petty but are you that petty that like you You swept a team and they walked off the floor without shaking your hand, and you still harbor a grudge to this day.
1: No, I love that, <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> Say, as the captain of Team Petty, and and, I mean, I I defer to Jordan when it comes to Petty because he's Hall of Fame Petty, but the idea that he's still sitting in his living room years and years later and is still like, man, fuck that dude. I don't like Isaiah Thomas, and he's a bitch, and I'll tell you why. But when they handed him the phone and he's like, I don't care what he says. It it, it doesn't matter what he says. It's bullshit. (laughs) Second he's like, yep, see, here he goes. I already make excuses. Oh, God, I was dying. I loved it. Because I hated Isaiah Thomas more so in his post-playing days. Because I was a little bit, you know, I didn't really pay too much attention to the Pistons back then. But, man, Isaiah Thomas has been such an asshole since he retired that it's just like, yeah, get him.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I can't really argue with that, too, either, honestly.
2: (laughs) I mean, but it's like, it's not shaking hands. Is that really that big of a deal? Like, would you consider that such a big deal like
1: um i think it was just the way in the situation it's not that they didn't shake hands it's okay so there's like this passing of the torch and they just like ducked out like i also think that it, like jordan said isaiah has had so much time to think of an excuse that he's just like oh yeah well you know that that's how it was done and all that but i'm like it, they could have just shook hands and kept it moving. Like, they didn't even have to like it. It didn't have to be bro hugs and dapping and all that. It could have been just quick, you know, handshakes and running off. But I, it, it, when they show the video, it, it looks even worse, where they look like they're just like, eh, fuck these guys, we're going home.
3: <laughs> they, make, they make extra effort to make it a point that they're not doing it. And, and here's here's the thing. Jo- when Jordan dies or he writes his memoir, a book is going to come out, and I'm, I'm still not sure if it's, like, a chapter where he lists it all out or just all the book is is chapter one, Piston's not shaking our hands. Chapter two, when they fired What's-His-Name-The-Coach. Chapter three, and it's literally just going to be him listing out all the petty shit he's still mad about. And it'll <laughs> fill 175 pages, sell 20 million copies, and he'd be a bestseller. Like, Jordan has that much hate and grudges that he holds on to because that dude's competitive, and he, I bet you he remembers every single thing he lost in his entire life, and he'll list it out in that book.
1: I will buy ten copies yesterday.
3: <laughs> yep. One for each bathroom, one for the office, one for the house you know, the home office, like
1: Scott stuff folder, everything. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> like in fact, these documentaries are actually just getting downloaded right into scott's Stuff folder. This is for later.
3: It's interesting to see how your tastes have matured. Ah,
1: uh, shoot. And you just like to mix things up from time to time. That's all. The
3: things that make you need to change your pants. Whew. All right. Well, uh, moving on.
2: <laughs> Let's talk real quick. Uh, this is a, we'll do this quick story here uh, before our, our sponsorship read. But uh, the Lakers took money from the uh, the small business program that uh, the federal oh, government launched, and recently gave it back. They they realized, look, we're the Lakers, and we don't necessarily need this loan. Uh, I know there's been a bunch of companies that have done this recently where there were huge companies that took money. But the Lakers, like, are they admitting now that they are the second team in L.A. behind the Clippers? They had to go take the small business loan?
1: Uh, I got two things for this. One, up until this past year, they were a small business. You saw how they operated the past few years. And two, I love the fact that when it looks like they're about to get back into that championship conversation and everything's finally clicking, it's like, oh, COVID, sorry. It's like the perfect storm for
2: me.
3: Or, or, or is it just more time for LeBron to get his body right?
2: Oh, that's true. No need for load management now. It's just—it's the fact that this
1: year got wiped out. It's great.
3: You, wait, so all right, well, hold on. Let's let's pull that apart. Because Scott, are you saying they're not going to have the NBA playoffs this year?
1: No, they're not going to finish that up.
3: Hot take yeah. right there. I don't think you're wrong, but damn, I, I, that had not crossed my mind before this.
1: Whatever, whatever it is that they kind of do, it's going to be modified, and it's always going to—it's going to have a bigger asterisk. Uh, than, that, yeah. Than the Knicks uh, strike uh, championship does when they only played, like, what, 54 games or whatever the hell it was back in, like, 99? Whatever year that strike-shortened uh, NBA season was and they got that uh, that title, they got an asterisk next to that. Uh,
2: hold on to that thought because that's something I definitely want to explore later when we talk about this MLB proposal uh, because I also kind of feel like every sport this year may end up with an asterisk uh, next to the champion's name. It's very possible, but before we do that... Let's give a shout out to our sponsor more labs. If you guys are drinking like we are during this quarantine, you got to make sure you can wake up and uh, hit that zoom meeting in the morning. So be sure to go to more use the code sports and get 20% off your entire order. Uh, that's all you got to do. Morning recovery is a miracle drink. You drink one bottle up to an hour after you stop boozing. You're going to be able to wake up in the morning. Guaranteed uh, more labs.com. Use the code sports, get 20% off. It's amazing. Uh, they, they guarantee it or your money back. So be sure to hit them up. Uh, thank you to more labs. Thank you for getting me through. I got kids that are crazy and I booze heavy at night and more labs is the only thing getting me through this quarantine. So be sure to make it through as well. morelabs.com use the code sports for 20% off that order.
1: Let me back up before somebody corrects me. It was the Knicks versus the, uh, it was the Spurs. And the Spurs won that championship because the Knicks can't even win anything when there's a strike. So I was,
3: was going to say I was a little. <laughs> I was a little curious.
1: Shit, since my entire life. So <laughs> oh wait, that's right. They played the Spurs and lost. <laughs> but that was the
3: last time they were in the finals. Also, Matt Barr ain't no one putting an asterisk next to Astros, and you know it. I mean, come on, baseball doesn't have enough integrity for that.
2: He is uh, Matt Barr. Brings up a great question, though. Let's let's talk about this real quick before we get into this NCAA news. Uh, Matt Barr wants to know bigger asterisks. Asterisk, aster- is that one of those words? Asterisk. I can never say asterisk correctly. I always want to say asterisks, and it's not. Shift 8. Yeah. Uh, Just start calling it that. Bigger asterisk. Uh, Houston Astros or whatever championships COVID shortened. Uh, Scott, what do you think? Um, I to go
1: COVID because this is one of those things, uh, where even, it, even though the Astros, you know, did what they did, at least they played a full season and they still had to hit, it's kind of like cheated. where, whatever you stand on the Barry Bonds thing, where it's just like hall of fame. Cause he still had to hit the pitches. Yeah. I know he was juiced, but whatever, but that's, it, that's the thing, this whole shortened and abbreviated thing, just to preempt the conversation we're going to have later, I had two thoughts, one It was, well, I mean, I always have the thought that the Niners really should have won that Super Bowl because I was like, God, it could have been the last time that football's ever played normally. So missed an opportunity there. This will probably be the year that the Braves finally get back and win the championship because then everybody would be like, ah, that didn't count. (laughs) And and so anything (laughs) throughout this season or however these whole leagues look, like this one is way worse than anything where they played a full season and had some type of cheating.
3: And baseball still doesn't see any of this cheating as asterisk worthy. Honestly, like you said, Barry Bonds, no one, no one's going to care. The Astros, they didn't cheat. They just played the game better. Like, come on. Baseball doesn't, they don't want to put that on themselves at all.
2: Gave a slap on the wrist to the Red Sox. They really don't care about this. They're like, whatever, uh, moving on. We're just going to keep going. Don't care. Uh, It's all good.
3: They they, did fire. What's his name? Video guy. How shitty is that? They're like,
1: yeah,
2: man, the Red Sox really cheated. Video guy. You are done.
1: And a second-round pick.
2: <laughs> the Red Sox, uh, their coach got punished more because of his involvement with the Astros and less for what he did with the Red Sox. Dude lost a job, man. <laughs> nah, he'll, he'll be back. He'll be back for sure. There's no doubt about it. Uh, But let's talk about some good news. The NCAA today voted, the Board of Governors voted to uh, go forward with a proposal that is going to allow kids to get paid based off their name and likeness. It will go to a full vote in January and likely go into effect as soon as 2021-2022 school year. We've talked about it for the longest time here on this show Finally, dudes are going to be able to sign an endorsement deal, do whatever they do just based on their name. Uh, it, you, you automatically get the sliding scale. If you're a, a super big name, you're going to demand more money. If you're the last dude on the bench, you may be able to get something, but maybe not. Uh, so that's it. We, we're, we're seeing it finally come and likely, and Matt Barr right on cue as I'm about to say it, give me NCAA football. Like It's got to come back now.
3: I was going to say that. Also, all you kids stuck at home, not able to go to school—that right there is called capitalism. <laughs> so, Mike Berlan, right there, laying it down the line. That is what is called capitalism. There you go. Close your study books for tonight. Your lessons are complete. <laughs> but I was saying that as we're, we're dialing in here, I will bet someone a case of beer that within the next five years we get NCAA football back on our consoles. Hallelujah.
2: Well, and and now it's just a blanket. Like, here's a contract. This is how much we will pay you to use your likeness in the NCAA football, and Every single one of those dudes is going to sign it, hands down. There's nobody who wouldn't, right? Because they're going to play football anyways, right? Man, yeah. I'd be the guy on the bench and they'd be like, here's five bucks. Song.
3: Yeah. It- <laughs> those guys were already on the bench because of like free swag. I get to say I'm on the football team to all the shorties.
1: <laughs> Anything that they hand to me, it's like, yeah. oh, here's $5. Cool.
3: <laughs> awesome. You go pay for my books too? Ah, all right. That's fine. I don't need them. Tote. Speaking of that,
2: uh, Drew and I were texting earlier. We need to find a craft brewed sports spokesperson now. Yes. We need to find some athlete that we can sign to an endorsement deal that can endorse the show. Like, let's find, uh, I mean, it's based on their Twitter following, but like a water polo kit, like somebody on the water polo team at an obscure college to be the craft brewed sports uh,
3: hype man, basically. Or woman. Or woman.
2: I
1: think more. Whoever. Fit- Show would be to go back and look at all the ridiculous rules that anybody's ever been dinged for like getting a sandwich or anything like that and just start doing that just going I, it's yes. like here's a sandwich here you know i bought him a meal like whatever dumb rules there were in place <laughs> that stuff, that's what we need to
3: do like so so amazon prime <laughs> them a bag of bagels and some cream cheese right <laughs> who was that the guy from yukon that was saying something about that just send it to his house
2: Yeah, man no that's that's what we should do listen Not, man you, stuff like you that. tweet about this week's show. We got you a Big Mac and a large fry. All right, all right, cool.
3: But no Coke because you're a Pepsi school. <laughs>
2: no,
1: no Pepsi or no Coke because we can't afford it. So you get
2: uh, you get the fry and the sandwich. No, no meal deal, bro.
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, respect that.
2: Uh, now, I think a, a lot of why this is happening is because uh, the NCAA may feel a little threatened at this point because. This week, the third top prospect in NCAA basketball, a uh, high school kid, has now elected to go to the G League. This time, five-star recruit uh, from uh, that was committed to UCLA, Dacian Nix, he decommitted, and now he's going to the G League. Uh, Knicks joins the top prospect in the country, Jalen Green, and the number 13-ranked prospect, Isaiah Todd. They are skipping college, going to the G League. Do you think this is what finally forced the hand, or do you think this was just writing on the wall, it was happening anyways, regardless of these dudes leaving?
1: A little mm-hmm. bit from column A, a little bit from column B, and a little bit from column C for uh, COVID. Like, oh. <laughs> this was the perfect storm for them because they could <laughs> release this info underneath the radar. And it's like, eh, nobody's really paying attention. Because, I mean, it got a push alert, but how many people are really talking about this NCAA thing? Like, not many, right? And it's because everything's going on. And it's like, yeah, okay, whatever. We're worried about getting pro sports back. We're not really thinking about it. So they were able to slide this under the radar, but you've got, these guys from the nba the number one recruit as soon as that happened those guys were like hitting the panic button. but uh yeah i mean it's it's just it it was it was a matter of time i mean we talked about it even when it was just what the 31st or whatever ranked prospect the dude from cincinnati i mean he wasn't even that high and it's like that started a trend
3: i'd see i don't i don't think it's that as much as the fact that like the nca they broke like what this is, is like they are a cash flow business and like they got mad TV money deal, but they also have mad expenses. And so what they're trying to do is set themselves up to be a little cheaper. Like, well, We said you could profit off your likeness, so we ain't going to pay for all that. You know what I mean? I, I think that's more what it is because like they're just there isn't money to pay for all this stuff. They're starting to cut things. So they're seeing it as a you open the play gets on some of this that takes the pressure of what the school has to do for the kids. Because, like you said, Scott, like yeah, they're trying to. Everyone's trying to get pro sports back. The NCAA is just trying to survive. Well,
2: what right are now. they gonna? I mean, what the the NCAA doesn't give any of that. It's all the schools. The well, okay, the schools fine. NCAA are on schools, the hook, whatever. For it. All, the colleges—they broke, man that point about them losing money it's like
1: but that hemorrhages even more money when you see the number one and these top ranked guys leaving that star power for the ncaa that is now not there so these guys that are easily marketable because of you know coming out of high school and they've got these big names if they're not coming in to to the the league anymore like to do something to stop that
3: i I still think it's such like a small portion of athletes though scott like not everyone's going to go straight to the g league and be able to be pro because there's going to be a portion of other guys that need that NCA tape to build the hype. They right. need that, that NCA training room and coaches, you know, coaching them up. Sure, you're, but- and you're only talking basketball too. Like,
1: but what I'm saying is when you're talking about the name guys, because the only kids you hear about generally, unless you're, you know, diehard following the school are, you know, the top 50, the top 100 or whatever. So when those names start just saying, eh, I'm going pro, the NCAA is losing that immediate like it's just like if all of a sudden, you know, the the NFL had to start doing their own thing and they weren't getting these ready made stars from the NCAA. Like you're losing that that pipeline, so to speak.
3: If if the NBA rolls back their one year rule and you can go straight into the NBA, then I would agree. But it's like this G League thing ain't gonna last because like you're not like you declare you go into the G League, but you still have to wait to be drafted, right? Cause if you go in the G league and you blow a knee or you just look like shit, like that can actually have worse implications. Sure. I think this is a short term thing with, with kids jumping there. Cause like, well, why, why go on Chapel Hill's campus for a year and all this COVID shit, I'll just go train and start getting paid. And I get a pass. Cause I have no tape. You know what I mean? Like,
1: but when they were going to Chapel Hill and blowing out their knee for free, they were getting absolutely nothing. At least if they go and blow out their knee in the G League, it's like, yeah, well, I got two hundred fifty thousand or whatever it is.
3: Is that what it is? I was I was gonna ask. I'm curious. I thought it was like twenty four grand or something.
1: I think they negotiated, don't they? Like, there's a, a, a cap, but I'm pretty sure like they negotiate with the team because they're not gonna pay just anybody who shows up two hundred fifty k. But I, I hey, would Google. Whatever the top guys are, you know, going, they're getting whatever the max allotted is. it uh, is.
2: The G League announced today that salaries for the, well, tw- uh, this is a little dated. This is 2018, 2019. Uh, they earn a base salary of $7,000 per month or $35,000 for the five month regular season. Uh, so.
3: You look at the same article I am. Two probably ace, 10 days 10days.com? <clears throat> uh,
2: nope. Gleague.nba.com. But this is I also like two I, years old at this point.
3: Cause, I trust your information. Because this,
2: this is. <laughs> uh, it's like the time I looked up a uh, a score from Ohio State Cincinnati and it was a, a basketball store and a, a score and I was trying to find a football score. That was what like two months ago. Yeah, it was very recent. <laughs>
1: <laughs> My God, look at that score! It's like yeah, because that's not the
2: right
3: one. I mean, I don't know that Ohio State UC game this last year was a little rough.
2: Well, so they're they're talking about these the G League and the the take that that I've seen and I've heard a, a couple different analysts talk about it was. Is the coaching in the G League up to the same level as these guys would get in the NCAA? Like You figure a G League coach is nowhere near the level of Coach K, right? So if you're a top recruit and you could go to Duke, you're likely going to get a a better deal going to Duke. You're going to get better coaching. You're going to get better experience, better exposure. This dude that went to UCLA or committed to UCLA, I'm cool with him going G League because Mick Cronin is a terrible coach. So yeah, that makes sense. Go to the G League, get your money. But like, if you're gonna go to New uh, uh, North Carolina or Duke or something, like maybe go that
3: route. I I mean that was that was also stupid though because where does the G League play? Like Sioux City, right? UCLA, much better scenery.
1: Okay. So. Hey, but just just to play devil's advocate, do we think that Zion would have suffered because he went and played for some no-name coach in the G League versus Coach K? Like, oh, man, he wouldn't have gone number one overall. And that That's was a good still- point. Like, it doesn't matter if you're the top-end <laughs> talent. You can play – like it just goes to show you that coaching only matters so
2: much. <laughs> John wants us to name a G League team, uh, and I think this would be a really funny one. Uh, the only one I know is the Fort Wayne Mud a- uh, Mad Ants. That's the only one I know because they're somewhat local, like they're kind of close to us. That's the only one I know is the Mad Ants. I don't Wild- know any other G League team. Right. What one would you say? The There's
1: some team in the G League named the Wildcats. This is Wildcats for everything. So the Wildcats stab in the door.
3: Let's. <laughs> Let's look it up and see if there's a Wildcats. I'm pretty sure, like, there's a couple of teams that are just their, their pro mascot. They're just like the, the Lakers? Name. Yeah, like the yeah, Lakers. it's like the Sioux City Lakers. <laughs> there also, is. I'm sorry, Sioux City. I ain't trying to hate on y'all. It just...
2: There just is a uh, Windy City Bulls. That's the
3: biggest ripoff I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I mean, they're owned by the Bulls, so, like, you can do that.
1: <laughs> oh, no, they should have went Windy City Toros. The real...
3: Ooh.
2: It's like
1: the Rio windy, Grand
3: Valley Vipers.
2: The windy City Bulls is the Aldi brand of the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> like that's
1: <laughs> not Windy City Toros because they always kind of have that alternate name. They don't oh, use that'd be
3: cool. That name.
2: <laughs> it's the big. The Windy City Bulls is the big plastic bag of uh, cereal that's on the bottom shelf that your mom's like now nah, we'll get this. It's the same as Fruit Loops. Like,
1: Damn, mom. Come on, dude. Stop bringing back the harsh memories. It's, it's too soon, man. Too
2: soon. At least you got <laughs>
1: Matt...
3: knockoff Froot Loops. You could have just gotten knockoff Cheerios.
2: Matt Barr said, "Windy City Bulls is when you order the Chicago Bulls off wish." <laughs> 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 That's fantastic. Uh, hey, can we talk real quick fantastic. about about these <laughs> about these all in auctions? Did I say that weird? Did I say weird? Yeah, it sounded strange. Oh my bad, man. Uh, so there's it's the...
3: cool. It wasn't as bad as apricot. <laughs> You suck. Got damn you.
2: Even. I'm really glad your mic keeps muting you, Scott, especially as you yell got him.
3: You know, I thought it was just me, so I wasn't gonna say anything. But, no, Scott's
2: yeah. mic keeps muting him. It's like the mic knows to to silence him. Damn it, Florida State's coming back <laughs> in this game. Are you watching an old game and you're confused by what's okay, cool.
3: Anyway, no, I'm not confused. I know what's gonna happen, but I'm still watching it. Nineteen ninety three, Notre Dame, Florida State.
2: Oh yeah, all right. Nah, just wait for uh wooden. It's all good. Uh so the all in auctions, they're raising money for COVID uh relief. They're they're uh I think it's going to like meal on wheels and like a bunch of different things to help feed families who have lost their jobs and stuff. Uh there's some weird shit on this auction site. Like there's some very strange things that you can bid on, like a private magic show and lesson with David Blaine. Uh the current bid is at a hundred and fifty thousand dollars right now. Uh, you can also get, I think there was one, uh, that Scott's buddy, a rod did where you can get a private batting lesson with a rod. And then you get to leave with his world series championship trophy. Like that was one of the things Wait, like for keeps. Yeah. Like you get to take it. Cause he was just like, man, eh, whatever. I don't need it. It's all good. It's for a good cause.
1: Um, oh, I want to know why he has a world series championship trophy. Don't they usually give out rings?
2: It's a replica. He got a replica.
3: Uh, Oh no, that's dumb. Never mind.
2: But there's there's things there in here that uh, it's insane to me what they're auctioning off. You can be an assistant coach with Doc Rivers. You can bid on something and they'll just let you coach. Like you're allowed to. Yeah, go ahead. You can help coach this team. Dana White did one where you can sit in on a matchmaking session and you get to make a match in the UFC. You get to come up with your own match and put one together. What the hell is, like, is this all just admitting that sports are just all bullshit and it, it is what it is? Like, nah, if a rich person wants to come in and hang out and assistant coach with Doc River, yeah, go ahead, let him. We don't care. It's for charity.
1: I'm gonna flip things on their head and just make it so that a Rod, is like, I'll bid for mm, ten bucks to punch a Rod in the nuts. Uh, I'll go to the UFC thing and it will be like, I want to put uh the champion against a Rod and then make him fight and get his ass. <laughs> like that's what I want to do. I want to pay for things to hurt the people that you know I dislike. Here's I, what
3: this, one. This shit is funny. Like. The, like you can see, someone is ripping off someone in Buffalo because they spent ten thousand dollars on the Kyle Allen uh, off-season experience. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money to spend on that one. I didn't realize people in Buffalo had that much money. I thought it was all Canadian dollars. <laughs> or 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 the other one, uh, a wine tasting uh, with with Charles Woodson.
2: Yeah, that one was.
3: But you also get a year supply of wine. Along Along with that two year supply, two year supply.
2: I know that Daniel's already
3: outbid everybody for that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dennis Rodman is going to let you join him on his Lamborghini hyperboat and then go to lunch with him and then drive around in one of his Lamborghinis. That's literally what this is. And the bid is at fourteen thousand dollars to ride in a car with Dennis Rodman for a while. Like that's that's insane to me.
3: Dude, if you get to ask Dennis Rodman to tell you any story and he has to shoot you straight, worth it. Because that dude's got stories like Tyson, I'm sure.
2: (laughs) He definitely has crazy stories, but come on. I mean, $14,000 to ride in his Lamborghini with him? That's the other thing. Most of these are like, oh, you get to go to lunch with so-and-so or sit at dinner or play golf. What if they're a dick? Like, what if this guy is a total asshole and you just spent... $75,000 to be like, I don't even want to be with
3: this dude. I want to go home. Dude, there's something on here for pitch your Walmart executives on your business idea. So you're literally paying Walmart to say no to your business idea.
1: (laughs) Back to the Rodman thing?
3: Yeah, where is that too? I can't see where... That must have closed. I want to find the final amount. Go ahead, Scott. My bad.
1: Circle back to the whole bulls dock if you wrote out a list of people that you thought would be in this documentary at any point during the, uh, the whole 10 hours how many people would you list before you got to carmen electra because when she popped up i was like dude, dude carmen
3: electra <laughs> i forgot all about her and him and madonna too cincinnati Zone. Well, you
1: know? forget about the madonna thing because it popped up but i just didn't expect to see them have carmen electra sit down like when again when the producers and everybody's going up are like we need to interview this person and this person and this person and, this person, and somebody suggests hey what Look at Carmen Electra. What is she doing? Eh, sure, she'll sit down. It was just like, wow, that's a really random person to have on this thing.
3: <laughs> what else does she got going on these days? That's a good I point. Didn't...
1: still alive.
3: That's very true, actually. <laughs> it
1: was one of those like, oh, my God, Carmen Electra's still around? Cool. Good for her.
2: Uh, hey, guys, did you know that you can spend $7,500 and get a special visit from the Budweiser Clydesdales? That would be cool. No, it wouldn't. That'd be awful like we five sales, sales? Yeah. We an
1: opportunity for us uh hang out with craft food sports just to see how much we can make
3: What's dude e- we would have to pay people yeah
2: <laughs> i was gonna be saying we'd be getting the offers for like the burgers and fries and we'd be like yep sold you get to come hang out for a show uh Same. also beer cool. not included <laughs> byob and come hang hey. out with us
3: we drink well over here, all right? The hooks is up with some solid uh, brews, okay? Don't, don't sell that part short. We do. No, I'm saying I'm not sharing it. That's my point. I'm oh, not going to oh. share that with anybody. Absolutely fair. Uh, and
2: and here's one. The current bid is $2,600. You can get a one-day contract with the Orlando City Soccer Club. Like, you can be an MLS player for a day for $2,600. I just, yeah, I hate, I got to be honest, I hate this idea of, like, it's, It's charity, but it's not really like it's rich people getting to do cool stuff and they're just like giving a cut to charity.
3: Like that's what kind of drives me crazy. Oh, you mean oh the the rich people who win the auction? Yeah, I thought you were talking about like Rodman. I'm like, man, Rodman don't want to do this. No,
2: that's what I'm saying. These guys don't want to do it, but it's like some rich dude had enough money to be able to sit down and he gets to go hang out with Rodman for a while, and it's all under the guise of like, well, I feel good because it's for charity. But really, it's just the only reason why you're doing it is because you get that experience out of it, and it drives me. It drives me a little crazy. I don't. I don't like it.
0: Oh, Sorry. so like
3: when ESPN plays their Make a Wish segments at yes! sports centers, so they can feel oh, good about themselves. No, I
2: thought you were going to talk about when they do their auction, and it's like oh, you, get to, I hate you get to—I hate you get to hang with the, the Dan Levitard crew. It's like, dude, I'm never going to win this. This is bullshit. What they should do if they want to do this is you start uh, doing bids, and you get to go, but they also get to pick
3: somebody like who was affected by this tragedy to come along with you. Or there's like a raffle. Like, you can buy You can buy two of them. You can bid up an auction, and then there's a second one that's like a raffle. So you buy your $5 ticket, only buy one. One person gets
2: picked to to join the crew. I like that. Tom so
1: Pan, $10 to punch A-Rod in the dick. <laughs> Mike, Alex, you know, is out of work for the time being. You've been affected. You're coming with me. We both get to pe- punch A-Rod in the dick for 10 bucks. Who says no? Do you so think- how does that
3: work, Scott? Do you punch first, then he punches? Do you punch at the same time? One from the front, one from the back? Like-
2: hmm same time <laughs> legit question here do you think they would get more Sad. money if they did it as a raffle than if they do it as this auction like if they if they were just like listen 50 bucks a ticket and if you get picked you get to make a match in the UFC or you get to do whatever like i feel like i would enter that stuff but but there's no like, way i'm doing anything on here you know it
3: depends on what it is but they could cuz it like for like the right price like 10 bucks you could get like you get ten thousand people to throw in ten bucks, and math says that's a lot.
1: <laughs> Dynamite math <laughs> or math? Uh, was...
3: math. That is my Xavier math. There, I, I, I thought I knew what it was, but I didn't want to say it in case I was wrong. <laughs> Hobby wants to know
2: why we are punching a rod. So much aggression. Um, A-Rod. Welcome to the show, Javi.
3: Welcome, <laughs> welcome to Craft Sports. I do appreciate him interacting tonight, even though he had that terrible take to start off the night. Thanks for sticking around <laughs> and, and proving yourself.
2: All right, everybody. We want to give a shout out to uh, my bookie. Crawford Sports is brought to you by my bookie. Use the promo code Twelve Ounce Sports. That's one two OZ Sports to get a hundred percent deposit bonus up to a thousand dollars. Be sure to tune into all of the gambling shows here on Twelve Ounce, and then put that knowledge to practice on my bookie. Make sure you use the promo code Twelve Ounce Sports to get the bonus. That's one two OZ Sports. You can find their banners and links on every page of the station site at www.12 Sell out.
0: Uh All right, let's talk Dude, this MLB. You, no, go ahead.
3: Real quick, did you realize that that Rodman's Lamborghini is also sponsored? No, I did not realize it, that. It's sponsored by BurgerFi. <laughs> Join him on the BurgerFi Lamborghini hyperboat. <laughs> like, goddamn, rich people making money coming and going on this shit. You're absolutely right, Mike. <laughs> I just don't get it. Um All right, so here's the, the latest proposal
2: for the MLB returning. This one just broke this week. Bob Nightingale reported... The idea that it's gaining steam where apparently the MLB will allow teams to play in their home parks. They may start off at a spring training facility, but will eventually be in their home parks. But they're going three divisions, 10 teams per divisions, uh, and during this, no AL, no NL. It's just grouped by geography. Uh, It's going to allow teams to play in their home uh, stadiums. It's going to really limit travel and it's going to prevent them from having to live isolated, which is what we've seen in so many of the other proposals. Like they're going to be able to actually stay at home and stay in their apartment. Uh, Teams are only playing in their division. They won't go out of division. uh, And then they move to an expanded playoffs. Scott, as the other baseball fan on the show currently, how much do you like this idea to restart it this way? I feel attacked.
1: It's just one baseball. I mean, I, I honestly, I don't care how they have to do it. This whole wasted year, no year thing. I mean, even with a bastardized champion or whatever, I just, God, I miss baseball so much. And, and so I, anything is better than nothing at this point is the way I look at it. So whatever they have to do to make it happen, I'm fine with. It's, it's going to be weird no matter what they do. And it's funny because we've, we've been advocating that the way to fix baseball is to play less games. And obviously they won't be able to play 162, but uh, not under these crazy circumstances did we ever think that that's how it would end up being. But whatever they got to do to get me baseball, I'm fine with.
2: Well, they've already canceled minor league baseball. There will be no minor league baseball this year. Uh, they expect to expand rosters in the MLB. Um, so that's kind of interesting. The other thing, and and one of the – as I'm reading this proposal, the first thing that came to my mind, I was like, wait a second. No AL and NL distinction. What are we doing about the DH? Down is with it, the DH. Is, <laughs> my will never change on that. I don't care if they play
1: one game season no dh
3: i appreciate that scott because i don't feel strongly one way or the other but because you feel that strongly i we need the dh god damn it (laughs) baseball was made to hit the ball i think they're gonna bring it i think they're going to do
2: dh everywhere i especially if they're going expanded rosters it would make sense to do dh because they're worried about the pitchers they're worried about their arms so they're going to allow them to just be like no just worry about pitching don't worry about hitting you whatever it's fine
3: And before Scott chimes in with something rational, we need the DH to preserve Tim Tebow's baseball career. Okay. (laughs) Oh,
2: shit. Is this how Tebow makes the majors?
1: You don't know how much I love Tim Tebow is the problem there, Mookie. I'm all about some Tim Tebow. So if that's what it takes to get him, then I guess begrudgingly I'll allow it. But no, here's the real reason why it'll probably be DH all the way across the board is because, uh, and I read this before any proposals came out, is that, they were going to also use whatever season, however it ended up looking to test any type of weird things that they were going to do. And so they've already talked about Mm. going to, you know, uh dh for the entire league they, they've talked about some other things that they want to implement over the next coming years so what better way than to be like all right this season's crazy we've got these three divisions all right we're gonna do this and we're gonna do this and then see how it works and if it doesn't then they know and they're done and but the the dh thing I, i'm almost positive that that'll be a thing
2: one of the things that we had talked about before the show scott was this this the way they organize these teams and put them in their divisions. And Javi brings up the point that in the East you have the Orioles, the Pirates and the Marlins all in one division, the same division with the Yankees. So I, and the Red Sox. So I feel like they're just stacking the deck to get the Yankees and Red Sox into the playoffs. Uh, But that's a lot of bad baseball in one division. And it's weird because they moved the Pirates out of the, the central and move them to the East and move the Braves into the central. That's like the lone like the Pirates are the lone NL central team that got moved out, and the Braves are they're the lone team that from the NL that moves into this central division. Very, very strange, right? Nope. <laughs> Sounds me.
1: <laughs> nothing wrong with this scenario. In fact, it'll be the most legitimate championship of all time. I'm marking it down right now. Also the when when then it's got an to When the
2: Dodgers win, yeah, I was gonna say when the Dodgers win, you're totally on board with how legit this was.
1: Dodgers couldn't win when there was a regular season two <laughs> what three years in a row so there's no way they're going to win a shortened season. <laughs> Let's just put it out, of, out of the the the, the fact there.
2: Javi uh, so. saying the Yanks, the the uh, Red Sox, the Nationals, the Rays, uh, and then uh, the Phillies would all fight for two to three spots. It's a it's a legit division, I guess, because you get to beat up on a bunch of terrible teams in the Central. Though uh, that's where I'm I'm I mean that's where I. My love is so I'm I'm clearly focused on the central. But you got both Chicago squads. You got the Brewers, the Cardinals, the Royals, the Reds, the Indians, the Twins, the Braves, and the Tigers. Pick two out of that out of that lineup that comes out of that. I mean, I, I know the Braves would be the favorite to win that division.
3: Wait, so is it is it two from each division and then? Two wild cards hasn't
2: been decided yet, but you're okay. you're looking at expanded playoffs regardless. Uh So if if they're so talking like expanded 12? playoffs, there may be
3: a decent amount that come out of this. I can see a twelve team and then pick four from each division. Yeah. I know. I, I don't. I'm looking at. I don't think it's that bad. I kind of like the way they've got it split up because you kind of got like the LA centric stuff out west. We you know with the Mariners and then the Astros thrown in, which kind of makes sense the East is all the East and seaboard in this central. You basically took the AL and the NL central and just like, Oh, and then there's the Braves.
2: <laughs> so who, uh, based on this, would you like to see this full time? Like Scott, if this is, if this happens this year, do you want to see this go forward? Like just three divisions?
1: I mean, if the divisions are going to be stacked like this, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the teams that the Braves are aligned against historically are all shit.
2: So, yeah, sign me up for this. Um, whoa, no- whoa, whoa. Hang on. You just said the teams in the Braves division are all shit. And I believe the Reds are in that. And we all know that the Reds would have won the, the World Series had it happened this year. So – All the teams in the central besides the Braves are shit. And so
1: I am okay with them doing this for one year, but I I, I don't want to see it like before. I want to go back to AL, NL, and Universal, no DH.
2: (laughs) I'm fine with this. I actually like this. I like this idea of three divisions. Uh, I guess maybe you could split it a little bit further and just do a fourth, but do away with AL and NL. I don't care anymore. Just give me like four divisions and then you have a, a playoff build out of that. I'd be fine with that going forward.
1: Oh, well, I mean, here's the thing on a serious note is we've talked about, you know, a billion times what baseball needs to do. And I read a, a couple articles besides doing something like this. There's been all these other proposals, but basically baseball has this opportunity being the only sport that's going on. If they can get their shit together to capitalize on the fact that they've got all these eyeballs, that they're doing things drastic. Like they're switching things up. Like baseball needs to do something to hone in on the fact that they're the only sport going on. So if it takes something wacky and wild, I mean, again, this would be the time to try out, uh, Hey, we're doing the home run derby thing. If it's tied after seven or, you know, whatever, like whatever it takes to, you know, make baseball exciting. I mean, you have a chance because, the draft proves, I know it's football and a lot of people watch draft anyway, but people are going to be clamoring for anything. And it's like, oh, it's sports. Even if it's baseball, people who hate baseball will be like, eh, screw it. I'll see. And if there's something wild that they do that they've never done before that can get eyeballs and then keep it, baseball would be fools. Yeah. Okay. So never mind. They'll totally change back to the old ways and and dip whatever <laughs> whatever helps them. So never mind. Uh, they will Finger
3: all dinger, slinger, be- <laughs> pain bringer.
1: They will always revert back to. Being- That's
3: all they need to do. Put in the dinger, slinger, pain bringer into the games, and it will all be fine. Baseball will be right back at the top of the sports world. It's that simple. I mean, all this other stuff is great, but like after two weeks people will be like oh right it's baseball damn it i'll just go take a nap on the deck
2: (laughs) all right listen we got a couple minutes left uh we have like three stories that we kind of put in a reserve status just in case we have time to get to them i want to do these so mike's
3: gonna make time for them because he doesn't want to talk about (laughs) baseball anymore
1: Nine o'clock.
2: Why are we shortening everything? I'm confused.
1: I don't know, man.
3: We always go 915. And
2: also at 12 on Sports Radio, uh, We Talk Sports Good comes up after us. So we got to kind of get off the air so that they can get on the air. That's how it goes when you're on a network.
3: You know, if you people who know what they're talking about, that's fair. We should make space for that.
2: So we're going to be like Major League Baseball and make up rules as we go. But here's what we're going to do. Uh, Because Matt Barr has been asking me about this for so long, we're going to do these stories upper deck style. It's been a while. We haven't done an upper deck in ages, but I want to do these upper deck style. So let's do these three stories, quick reactions. Can't get too deep into them, but here we go. Uh, Two people were arrested for burglary after they snuck into Tennessee's Neyland Stadium and stole 24 beers each. Beer sell for between $12 to $13 each at the stadium. The arrest warrants say the two people stole $624 worth of beer. They basically broke into the stadium where they found an open cooler, grabbed two cases, and started running out when they were arrested. <laughs> and the cops are like, "That's a, you, you can't break in. And also, this is worth $624. Those are the two most expensive cases of Miller Lite I've ever heard of.
3: Scott, you can go first.
2: I was just gonna
1: say it's criminal that anybody would charge that much for beer. So uh, during COVID, they should be giving beer away. It should have been like, "Oh, did you get your deposit? No? All right, well, I'll take the two cases. I, you know, getting guys
2: over a couple cases of beer."
3: No, this is this is what it was. The cop showed up to arrest these guys, and they realized that they—that's all they were doing was stealing beer. Like, you, Mike, you started the read. And I'm like, oh yeah. So they stole some, they stole some benches, they stole some grass, they stole side. Like they stole something from the stadium to take home as like a a, a memory or whatever. And the cops like, oh, you're not taking any of that. <laughs> you're well, we don't throw your ass in the paddy wagon for being an, an idiot and we'll get you
2: dollars worth of beer in those 224 packs you had there.
3: And you know, it was Mick Ultra, not not Miller Lite. Come on.
2: Well, the best
1: would have been as <laughs> if they got dinged not for stealing the beer, but they'd be like they weren't 6 feet apart so we got them for <laughs> <social
3: distancing. laughs> there you go no
2: masks no masks you're in trouble for
3: that Find them
2: uh, all right next story Next story here in uh, Random Upper Deck. Tiger and Phil, they've got the rematch coming in May. It's going to be in an undisclosed course with no spectators. The event is actually slated to air on TNT, so we're not doing pay-per-view this time around, so I'm excited about that. Although I don't know if I have TNT, so now I'm going to have to find somebody with logins to get me into TNT. Anyways. I got you. Thank I you, Mookie. You. All right. Thank you, Scott. Appreciate it. Uh, but this time around, Tiger and Phil too, are... <laughs> <laughs> what? What? I said I got you, too. I, said, I know. I said thank you, Mookie, and then I said thank you, Scott, because he said it, too. Oh, I thanked God, both of fair. you. Good Lord, totally man.
3: Ever.
2: What <laughs> the shit? Javi is right. There is way too much aggression on this
3: show. Dude, we're drinking a stout tonight, man. Shit happened. Good Lord, man.
2: Thank you, Mookie. Does that make you feel better? Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank Yo, I,
3: you. I, 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 okay. I appreciate it. I appreciate it so much more. After you attacked me with all that baseball talk and not including <laughs> me in that topic and segment.
2: This time around, Tiger and Phil are actually bringing partners with them. Phil is going to be playing with none other than Tom Brady. Tiger will be playing with Peyton Manning. Uh, Scott, are you going to tune into this one this time around now that it's on TNT? No. Okay, Mookie, you going to watch this one?
3: Hell yeah, because Michael going to punch someone.
1: But most importantly, though, it's like I was already rooting for Tiger just on principle. And then it's like, oh, and he gets paired up with Manning instead of Brady. Yeah. Doubling all the way down. I want them to just destroy.
2: You know why they had to do that, right? Because nobody likes Brady. No, they had to put because the uh, Phil was always Tiger's Manning. Like Tiger was Tom Brady in golf. He was the one that always won. He always beat Phil. Phil was always number two to Tiger. And then on the other side, Manning is obviously number two to Brady. So they had they couldn't have the two number ones playing together. You got to put the best with the second best and vice versa. So now it's like, don't worry, Peyton. I got you. I'm going to get you your your championship here. I don't
1: care what the reasoning was. It works out perfectly for me. Love Tiger. <laughs> love Manning. I don't have anything against Phil, but hate Brady. So eh, it's it's easy for me.
3: I just want to know which now are they playing like is Tiger playing Phil and Peyton playing whatever or is it a a two sum like are they going head that way Because yeah, if they're competing as a two sum which two sum starts fighting with each other first
2: Ooh good question um I would say Phil talk shit to Brady. Actually, I take that back. Brady no, talks Brady shit, talks to, shit Phil. to Phil. Yes, more, yeah. yeah. And that's that's the first one to cave. Uh final story here in Shortened Upper Deck. This one's just for Drew. I just want to know apparently Liga MX is stopping their promotion and relegation deal and now people are speculating that this could mean a combination between Liga MX in Mexico and MLS. Any truth to that rumor? Do you think we could see a, a cross-country promotion relegation system between MLS and Mexico's league.
3: For the love of God I hope not. If, if anything what they need to do is take the MLS and take League MX combine them but keep promotion rele- relegation because there's some squads in Liga MX that will give MLS teams a run for their money but by removing from by, by making one league subservient to the other you're not serving anyone like take the best from from both create a new league that spans Mexico and America and then take the remainder of those te- those two leagues teams and make that the second division and then merge the USL and all the other shit with all this uh, the lower mexican leagues and-, and do it right man get the shit right for once scott In do Christ you almighty. care
2: uh actually I do okay good I was worried there cuz you were very blank staring at us there
3: oh, whatever they do I just want to make sure that there's no dh I mean, that's a reasoned approach, too. And I think that's that they could probably work that out.
1: OK, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I want there to be some type of division. But as long as the DH is abolished, I'm fine with whatever they decide.
3: And only six warm-up pitches, right?
1: No, 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 no. no you never up the, limit the warm-up pitches. I don't care about pace of play.
3: So the, what the hell's the point of a bullpen?
1: Oh, I mean, what I'm saying is as many as you need, man.
2: Let's talk about Tavor, everybody. This uh, craft food sports is also brought to you by Tavor. We want to cheers to our sponsor, Tavor. All you got to do is use the code 258023 on the payments and credit screen. You will get $10 off your second order. Uh, Stock up your beer fridge, social distance, uh, stay out of the grocery stores, order your beers on Tavor, 258023 on the payments and credit screen. Get 10% off that entire order. This week we were drinking Absence of Light peanut butter and jelly from Four Hands Brewing. Um, Scott, you go first. Did it hold up?
1: $624 for beer. Might as well do it through Tavor. Or you can just go find this peanut butter jelly stout and buy $624 worth of that. Because this beer is amazing. I'm so mad that we only got one bomber of this.
2: I am also mad about that. Uh, This is definitely (laughs) one that is a two-bomber kind of night. And I would feel great the next morning because I would also take morning recovery. Uh, Drew, how did you feel about peanut butter and jelly from uh forehands
3: this is fantastic it was it was delicious the the jelly it uh it kind of faded later on I had about it like I think it was a delicious drink um smelled delicious highly supported the bottle's really cool too man I I, I would love to see like that's a good looking PB&J they got on that bottle because <laughs> I love the little gremlin thing that's coming yeah out. I, I also, have be with him. He looks fun.
2: So the, I didn't get any of the chocolate. I didn't get any of the coffee, but it definitely is like heavy on the raspberry flavor. And then it finishes with the peanut butter. Uh, and I'm I'm on board with it. it. It delivered what I expected in this one. I Real, love it.
1: Oh, I, I'm actually the opposite of Mookie in that for whatever reason, I tasted the peanut butter to start off. And then as time went on, all I could taste was the raspberry and the chocolate because, you know, it baked out. But the peanut faded.
2: I'm I'm still getting uh, the peanut butter flavor as I get into this point, but it's definitely, if from the jump, it was, and it's probably because it smells so much like raspberry, the raspberry flavor was so forward, and then it was like peanut butter on the back end. But it was still approachable. <laughs> Very approachable. Good mouthfeel yeah, on this one.
3: <laughs> also, do you realize those guys stole the same amount of beer that the Chiefs have left in their salary cap? <laughs>
2: This is Last Call brought to you by Tabor. Again, use the code 258023. Get $10 off your second order. Sell out.
1: It was the same amount of money they paid Carmen Electra to come sit down for the interview.
3: <laughs> Boom.
1: <laughs> 24 bucks,
2: Carmen. I'm in.
3: Well, she paid way more than that for those broke-ass highlights, I'm pretty sure.
2: <laughs> um, got her. Uh, Mookie, it's Matt Barr wanted to say, Mookie gets mad about baseball but then spends more than two seconds talking about soccer. G-T-F-O-H. He hates you. Bro,
3: come on. Know the world, all right? (laughs) Know the world. Baseball's popular in a continent in Japan. Soccer rules this mug. Get out of (laughs) here.
1: You keep talking all that noise, but uh, next year, World Baseball Classic, baby, we in here. Okay,
2: wait a second.
3: Which is also on TBS.
2: Is it going to happen? Are we going to get a true World Baseball Classic? Because if it's not World Baseball Classic with bands playing in the stadium, I don't want it.
3: Don't do it. Oh, they'll have that by next year. It'll be fine.
1: Look, all I know is if they decide to never do it again, we walk off with the championship.
2: Hell yeah, baby. Everyone, it was USA, so I'm
1: fine. Wait, America
3: won
2: that? Yeah, we won last year or last, well, last
1: World Series. This is cool. Just, the last World Series. No, the last World Baseball Classic. God.
3: This is, what did I say? Hey, you white as mayonnaise. What did I say? Oh, I didn't mean World Series.
2: <laughs> also, bad.
3: what's his name? Bob Nightingale. They're part of that story. Could you have a more OWG name? <laughs> Like, for real though.
2: That was a pretty OWG name.
3: Well, I talk about a baseball writer.
1: Hey, Javi loves the world baseball classic. Everybody loves the world baseball classic. Dude, Javi world baseball classic Sports. is
2: amazing. It is one of the best.
1: It awesome. Oh,
2: it's so a flip good. for days. And not even that, the emotion is so high and the fans are totally into it. They need to replicate the world baseball classic. That will get <laughs> That's the funniest part. Baseball has the formula for how right? the everyday game is. It's be... right there own tournament yes here's give me vuvuzelas and people playing like instruments in the stands and i am on board 100 percent. the guys coming out and high-fiving like it's little league in college when they
1: hit yes! the home
3: give me all See, dude that's that's what it is world baseball classic is the little league grown
2: that's
1: and it that's is. why it's amazing right
3: that's why
2: people love it and that's why
3: mlb is so stupid for not doing it they just gotta get rid of the dh
2: but other than
1: that everything's great
3: there are no other problems with baseball besides the dh you're absolutely right scott
1: no, it's just a big glaring problem, that's all. Yeah.
3: <laughs> How are they going to fit 100
2: games in, by the way? like, Good luck. A lot of doubleheaders. A lot of seven-inning doubleheaders courtesy of your boy. That was my idea. Thank you, baseball, for finally listening to Craft Root Sports. And thank you to all of you for listening to Craft Root Sports. <laughs> We appreciate every single one of you like tuning in. Listen to that. <laughs> we appreciate all of you tuning in, listening, and sharing out the show. Uh, thank you for commenting, for liking, for sharing. It, it goes a long way, so we really appreciate it. Be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Crappy Sports. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel. Also, subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. We're everywhere: Stitcher, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google uh, Podcasts, wherever. Drop us. We got some five-star ratings this week, fellas. We got a couple five-star ratings come through.
3: What? Yeah. Are you joking? Yeah. No, for did you, real. Did your mom finally find the show? Yeah,
2: she finally found it, and I was super excited that it was really nice of her to uh, to do that and, and leave us a five-star rating. Uh, you can leave us a five-star rating as well. Uh, please be sure to do it just like... This user who left us uh, this rating this week, and uh, I'm probably going to run out of time, but I don't care. This guy said, uh, Love the vibe and focus on sports.
3: That was it. Thank, Thank you. you appreciate it. Was- user whose username we can't find, but it's fine. Thank you. <laughs> that was all it was. I appreciate that. That was a great. That was a great.
2: Uh- Great rating. So, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for sharing us out. Uh, Be sure to tune in next week. We'll be here Wednesday, eight p.m. Cheers, everybody.
0: We out.